Well, hello and welcome to the Defining Marriage Podcast. After a little time in the wilderness, I'm Matthew, and of course, James is with me. Wahoo! Wahoo! Oh, he's flipping around. He's just liberated New Donk City. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, hi, James. What's up? Uh, what happened to the old donk? We've been hopping and bopping uh, as Mario because the new Mario Odyssey came out, but we've also been keeping busy with various other projects, which is why we did not have time to record for the last week or two. Uh, we uh, just did a Dungeons & Drag Queen show. We showed the people some drag queens going on an adventure, and now we're working on a D&D adventure for this coming weekend, and that's keeping us kind of crazy busy, too. You've become quite the dungeon dweller and not the Dorothy Hamill kind. No. No, you remember that time that Dorothy Hamill was living in a dungeon? Yeah, well, you know, like Patty Hearst. Like Patty Hearst. She is similar in many ways in that they both scored a perfect 10 at the Olympics. Well, uh, break me off a piece of that peppermint patty, sir. Call me Marcy and clean my glasses. Yeah, I, it never works when I try to like keep up with you on references because I don't know if you're making references to actual things or just talking nonsense. What do you mean? Uh, peppermint Patty? Clean my uh, glasses your... and call me nonsense. Is that what you just said? I didn't. Okay. Uh, you want to bite into a York peppermint patty and be transported to the ski slopes where oh. Peekaboo Street will catch you. Is that? Did Dorothy Hamill do a York peppermint patty commercial? Let's say she didn't, but maybe uh, we can retcon it that she did. Okay, sure. Do you want to offer, make that offer to her? I want to offer her my firstborn, because they say she's very difficult to appease, and by offering <laughs> her a human boy child... What are you going to get out of that? Uh, I will get her favor. Oh, okay. Which is worth a lot in this world. It's worth more than gold. The word of a Hamill. Sure. she related to Mark Hamill? Probably not. Maybe through haircut. I was Maybe. accused of having a Dorothy Hamill haircut as a child. Yeah. I didn't choose my haircuts, but I was accused by those well, in your my family. Now? Oh, how dare you? Having a Dorothy <laughs> Hamill haircut. That was, I think, before or after the period where they were calling me Don Ho. Oh, okay. Because I was tan and chubby, and they called me the Big Hawaiian, and they would sing Tiny Bubbles. These are, like, you sound... Tiny bubbles. It's like you're living in a, um, what's her, what's her name? Oh, no, I can't believe I've forgotten her name. What's her name? I can't believe we've, um, it's, we've been away for so long, and we're right back at what's her name. It's like... The little, the little girl who lives in an orphanage. My little Bretta. <laughs> my, my concubine. Oh, no. Nope, it's, she's not yeah, I that. I hope your concubine isn't in an orphanage. No, my, uh, the laundry Kevin lady. Spacely. what? What's her name? I can't believe I've forgotten her name. Her name is the name of the show. There's a remake with Will Smith's daughter, I think. Shh. Uh, or maybe it was just Will Smith, who had a daughter? Well, he does have a daughter, of course. Now I can't remember anything. No, His it's, daughter likes it's to sing and dance, our, right? Doesn't she whip her hair around and catch people in it, like Bayonetta? Uh, always? Is her name Always? Always. That's a good <laughs> name. It's like a name from Arrested Development. Sure. No, I can't believe I've forgotten her name. What's her name, James? Auntie. Auntie Mandy. Auntie Mandy. Well, you, Andy. Landy. You've you've created sort of a, a euthanized version of Auntie Mame, it sounds like. Oh. Oh, God. Poor Auntie Mame. No sure. wonder she was so fun. She no. had to make up for it. Uh, yes. Uh, wait, what? She had to make up for being euthanized? I don't know. I'm not sure you're fully awake, and I'm not sure I'm fully asleep. Uh, we have caught each other like uh, the Lady Hawk and the Wolf. 
Uh, which one would you be, James? Would you was, be that, the wolf? The, was that a lady hawk or a wolf? I leave it to <laughs> you at home to decide. <laughs> that wolf is not well. Uh, no, bland man. Why would you name a girl that? Bland man. No, it's like sticky girl with a dog. Sticky. It's, Sticky, because she's oh. got she's she's a thief, right? Didn't she steal things? <laughs> Are you conflating her with Oliver Twist now? Yes, yes, I am. Where Didn't she live? She lived in the orphanage. Now? She ran away. She was picked up by a dog, and then the dog. You, I mean, she was picked up by a dog. Yes, I I think I'm misremembering this movie because yeah. I hate it. And then she picked a pocket or two. She's pocket pocket Gilda. Sure, Pocket uh, no, Polly. Po- p- Pilly? Pocket Polyamory. Pan- panda? Panda lady? She's a She's personal a- pan panda. She, uh, no, is that, I think that's a red herring. On, on uh, my, don't who, put that on my, on my Don't pizza? put that on my pizza. No, it's Glinda. Oh, is there a G? I think there's a G. What do you th- where do you think the G goes? Uh, men are very bad at finding those. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, chirpla. Not Chirpla. Come see the musical <laughs> sensation. Chirpla. Your heart will sing and your butt will zing. Z- zem- zembles? It, right, yes, it, it, Zembles. I, I, I'm, I have nothing in in the memory slot where the title of the show is supposed to Are go. Are you speaking Klingon? Fan, fan? We haven't watched uh, Star Trek Discovery since it launched, but it sounds like you're speaking Klingon or something. It's like Kerplot Zimbla. Yeah, uh, that is not what Klingon sounds like. It's not? Do some Klingon. Yeah, well, you'll have to buy me dinner first. Oh. Ambrose. And Tren. And Andy. Andy Ambrose. And Anthrax. <laughs> Anthrax. Am. <sighs> James, this is terrible. The sun Handley. will come up on Anthrax. Anth- Andy. And- Andrews? No, it's not coming, James. Bet your bottom dollar that the Anthrax. Fancy? Comes from sheep. Sure, her name's not in the song is the problem. Uh, you're correct about that. If I could sing that. up to her name. Uh, there is a, a president, though. There was a... Pre- oh, sure. She meets FDR. She meets FDR. That's right. Mm-hmm. And we had... In, when my elementary school did Annie, they put uh, one of the students in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what he thought FDR was. <laughs> I think... The furthest back the student could go... I mean, this is sixth graders. I sure. think the furthest back the student knew about presidents was Nixon. So oh. I think he was just doing a Nixon impression in Ooh. a wheelchair. Yeah. Oh, tricky dick. That's that's what got him into all that trouble. Sure. Elamord. This is amazing. Elamord? <laughs> Not Elamord. We were talking about, like, Lord Have of the you? Rings characters. I know. Day. Keep going. For just a little longer. Frelbo. Frilbo. Frilbo. It's not. Frilbo. James, what the, what a lovely musical. Yep. The new musical sensation, Frilbo. Mm-hmm. I can see her face. It's got weird eyes. You said She's... her name. No, I didn't. You did. No. You did. It's you said Frilbo? It, you said it so confidently and just glossed over it and then kept what? talking. Yep. I don't remember what I said. I have to go back and listen to the recording. Glimster? <laughs> it wasn't Glimster. Stinkers? Stinkers. It's yeah. not Stinkers. No, it's Dog? It's nope. not a dog. What's the dog's name? Franklin? No. The dog is named Sandy. The dog is named Sandy. Why do I know because that? Because you would remember a dog. It's Sandy and Mandy? Andy? <laughs> Dandy? Pandy? Uh, it's just the apple. Yeah, you've gone to the apple. Oh, take a bite. Oh. 
Andy. Annie, 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 Annie. 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 You said when my school did Annie, and then you kept talking. Shut up. Yep. I did? You did. You said when my school did Annie, and you were talking about the whole wheelchair situation with Nixon, and then just went right back into Gerflop, Crunchilla. Um, Crunchilla. Munch problem. Munch problem. That's that's me all over. I can't believe that. My brain would trick me this way. It's uh, gaslighting you in your own skull. Oh, Think God. about that. The gas is coming out of your brain. Oh, my broken head. Oh. Hello. Anyway, about- you're probably correct that I am not fully awake. Mm. We have been churning away on our next Dungeons and Drag Queens, and uh, I uh, woke up a little early. Well, I went to bed late because I was reading the Dungeon Master's Guide. And playing Mario. And playing a, a little Mario. Wow. Just a little. Just a bit. Oh, and then no. we were. I was reading about how to create a random encounter. No. Uh, that's what I photograph every night at the Eagle. Uh, and then uh, this morning I had to wake up early to uh, make some arrangements with the drag queen because that's the life I lead. And now I am a little, a little funny, a little funny you're in the head. Sure, you're a uh, funny lady. The sequel to Funny Girl. You're brassy. You're sassy. You're a musical humdinger. Anyway. Here we are, and everybody who is still listening, all just us. Uh, yeah, I mean, we went away for several weeks, and we came back, and we are just pelting people about the face and neck with this horrible, horrible content. But maybe you like it, in which case we could keep going. Let me know if this is something that you like. Matthew, Please, Matthew. I know there is at least one listener. I know that that uh, our, our our friend Suicidal Sidekick is still listening, because oh, she hello. asks for the episode every week. Oh. So it, this is all for you. Uh, but um, we should also... Mention this extra life thing that we're doing because yes. uh, that's very exciting and it's coming up on November fourth. Everybody, come see me a live stream a game of Dungeons and Dragons with Carlos Maza, Brian Safi, Anthony Oliveira, and our friend Brian Weist, who is an LGBT film scholar. We are going to be playing D and D. Who has been on this very podcast? Oh. Has he? When was he on the podcast? I can not oh, tell course, you when, of course, but you a guest did a, a couple of weeks ago. Yes, yes, yes. A couple of weeks ago. No, uh, a quite couple, a while ago. A couple of weeks and a year ago. Sure. It was in July, and I was thinking about July. Mm. July is in a July. few weeks ago, but also it was another year ago. Sure. Like uh, Orson Welles once said. Anyway, so we're doing this as part of Extra Life, which is a 24-hour gaming live stream. We get on camera. We play games for 24 hours. We ask people to donate as we go to keep us going to raise money for Seattle Children's Hospital, and uh, we'll see how much money we raise for the kids by the end of this and we're kicking it off with a D game with some gay luminaries uh carlos anthony brian and another brian both with a y which doesn't help no they're not helping anyone we're going to have to ask one of them to switch yep sorry and then uh, it's going to keep going for 24 hours. I'm going to be live streaming. We're going to have some friends over for a pajama party to play some Mario games. And we'll see how late everything goes uh, with, with the company. And, you know, people can watch and chat and donate and join in. It's bit.ly slash Extra Life Seattle. has all the details. It's where you can go to donate. Uh, we've already passed the uh, fundraising goal that I had the first year that I did this. This is the third year I've done an Extra Life. And the first year, I think my I think my fundraising goal was just 100 the first year. And yeah. I raised 500, which yeah. was wonderful. And so we've already exceeded that, mm. and we're well on our way to our goal this year, which is $2,345.56. I think that's correct. Yes. Two, three, four, five, six. Last year, we had some other goal. I can't remember what it started as, 
but we passed it very quickly. So it got bumped up to one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, and what we discovered is that the Extra Life site doesn't really handle decimals that well because mm. when you type in two, three, four, five, six, seven, oh yeah, it's sixty-seven cents. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, it just wants to round that up to the nearest dollar, well, so naturally. that breaks the number flow. But so, that's okay. Yes. We can uh, we can all pretend that it's a sequence of numbers, and what could be more fun than pretending you're dealing with a sequence of numbers yes yes welcome to the number show what if we just played countdown and uh what's the what's the game in that the one where you have to win a teapot by adding numbers together Uh, oh boy my brain is not working i'm not sure what that is instead what we'll do is i'll flog you like in jesus christ superstar that's fine too and we will uh, i will be count von count and i will count one down 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 two down 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 three five which muppet plays jesus elmo snuffy snuffy won't fit on the cross it's a very very big big cross cross. (laughs) yes he's going to be very popular with the ladies uh, okay, so we've got, uh, in addition to all this exciting news, yes. uh, we've got some marriage news, James. Oh, goodness. You remember Judge Roy Moore? Yeah. So he's still running for office. Yeah. He won the primary. He won the primary. More like primary. Sure. Uh, and so the Vatican has just released uh, a statement about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, some sort of official at the Vatican uh, says that Judge Roy Moore, now remember this is a guy who copyrighted the Ten Commandments and also signs Bibles with his name. Sure. Judge Roy Moore is a man of the kind we have not seen in American politics for a very long time, perhaps since the Founding Fathers. A humble man. Repeatedly willing to sacrifice his professional aspirations to uphold a great principle. Who issued this statement? It was some analyst with the Vatican. Analyst with the Vatican. Hmm. Um, okay. I mean, that's fine. Uh, I'm just curious because I know that uh, Pope Frankie has been uh, somewhat critical of uh, extreme extremism. Uh, in American religious practice and uh, belief, uh, Frankie has not been so thrilled about uh, extremism amongst evangelicals. So it is uh, Attorney Gualberto Garcia Jones, an advisor to the permanent overseer mission of the Holy See to the Organization of American States. Okay, I'm just wondering how the so. This is coming out of the Vatican, the organization, but this is not an, this is certainly not an ex-cathedra statement. Uh, I don't think it's the Pope saying this now. Well, certainly not. And it's, uh, and it's not infallible, uh, like my hairdo. <laughs> <laughs> Your hair looks nice, James. Well, you what? trimmed it yourself and... Like a baby. Like when like you give a baby? a baby some safety scissors and they go, ah, blah, 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 and they cut their hair I and they say, go, go, I well, did it, mama. Look at my head. The baby's been making a lot of noises around the house lately. I'm a look at my hair. I did a good one. I wonder if we can trap this character in the podcast. Absolutely not. Um, but uh, so sure, uh, a lawyer um, that's part of the vast machinery of the Vatican um, is a fan of Roy Moore. Uh, I wonder if he's going to get shipped off to Malta. Oh, that would be. He'd get a malted milkshake. Uh, so in uh, 1857, Judge Roy Moore says, this is unrelated to the Vatican thing. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, so he, he made a statement this week uh, that um, he's talking about Dred Scott, uh, Supreme Court ruling that black people were property. Uh-huh. Uh, he says, uh, but marriage equality is worse. 
Uh, yeah. Sure. Uh, it forces, this is what he says, quote, it forces not only people to recognize marriage other than the institution ordained of God and recognized by nearly every state in the union. It says that you must now do away with the definition of marriage and make it between two persons, blah, 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 blah. It's one of the dissenting judges said to, uh, leading, leading on to polygamy, multi-partner marriages, uh, dot, dot, dot. Um, what they- so polygamy, multi-partner marriages would be worse than slavery? Uh, what they did in Obergefell was not only to take and create a right that does not exist under the Constitution, but to mandate that that right compels Christians to give up their religious freedom and liberty. How? Uh, by um, recognizing those marriages. Also, it doesn't enslave them. Well, that's what I was going to say. The compel- give up their religious freedom and liberty. You want to compare that to slavery? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it, sure, it's worse for him because he wouldn't have been a slave. Yeah. So, of course, it's worse than slavery. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, absurd on its face. It uh, doesn't really deserve to be dignified. But to say that inconveniencing someone or making them feel a little weird because, uh, oh, but I, but I think somebody told me Jesus said I have to throw these people in the ocean or kill them, but the law says I have to give them a cake uh, is absolutely worse than being someone's property and they can break your legs and break your face and sell your children and uh that's cool or rape you as much as they want because uh they own you uh yeah it's those are equivalencies those are equivalent situations so he's probably going to congress yeah Uh, the election there is in early december uh Uh, doug jones is running against him Mm -hmm. and uh it's still kind of a long shot because uh i guess a lot of people in alabama are like oh yeah yeah that is worse than slavery sure slavery slavery wasn't that bad Sure. Um, well, you know, a lot of people in Alabama, uh, again, probably would not have been slaves and uh, probably uh, benefited uh, in their past. In that, the, their if we go into the animus of Assassin's Creed and we go into their genetic past, uh, we would probably find that they benefited uh, from slavery. So, uh, you know, cool, 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 yeah. cool. And and the ones who might have been enslaved, uh, they're not have allowed to vote. Have been disenfranchised, yeah. yeah. Great. Uh, so, uh, also this week in Alabama, you remember Ambrosia Starling? She is the drag queen who helped get uh, Roy Moore thrown off the bench. Sure. Uh, she donated her coat, dress, and wig to the Alabama Department of Archives and History. Well, that's good. So, uh, they are of historical interest, and now they have her iconic outfit, uh, so that they can always look back on happier times when there was a brief moment of, of sanity. Sure. Uh, the they can clone her. Mm. Oh, I can, I, sure, from her wig. Mm-hmm. That's so, how it's done. Uh, of course, of course. You don't need real hair. Well, don't you remember how in Jurassic Park there was a, a ball of, of goo, of horrible goo, that they dug out of some dank, wet hole and in it That's was... That's no way to talk about Sam Harris. The, yes, it was... And in the, the, the goo was... Well, I can't remember his name, but I can't remember the name Annie. Sam Harris wasn't in Jurassic Park. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. Wasn't he the dad? Nope. First of all, not a dad, and also no. Um, but uh, in the goo is uh, just a worm wearing a wig. Ah. And that's how they made the dinosaurs. Oh, beautiful. It uh, was slimy from Muppet uh, uh, James, time. why are we both thinking of the same worm? Oh, and Fluffy the Elephant. Uh, okay, so uh, what else we got? Um, let's talk about Australia as quickly as possible. Okay. Australia. Uh, so 12.3 million people voted okay. in the marriage plebiscite. That is all done. We have... How many Australians are there? Uh, I don't know. Nobody knows. No, it's, uh, in, it's impossible. Hey, Siri, know. what's the population of Australia? 
As of 2016, the population 23 million. Is 20... Okay, so about half the population. That's yeah. pretty good. It's more people than voted in Brexit. Mm. Uh, we'll get the results on November 15th. Okay. I found this on the web for more people than voting Brexit. Okay. Series on a roll. All right. Go to sleep. Uh, so they're planning, uh, yeah, so uh, results are coming in middle of November. Mm-hmm. Um, anti-gay uh, legislators uh, are oh, saying... Oh, related to anti-mame? Yep, anti-mame legislators uh, are saying, you just gotta live! Um, uh, they, if uh, a marriage uh, bill comes up in Parliament, they're saying that they are going to uh, have a hundred amendments for it. So that might derail things, so we might have to wait even longer for marriage. Well, so I mean, good job, you assholes. Uh, okay. I... Cool. Uh, one of the so I mean the, so the plebiscite was in completely bad faith. I, yeah, it was like it even even if it goes in the favor of marriage equality, which you know I think statistically it's very likely, even with the fact that it was uh, a poll that kind of favors people who are not young. Um, it seems like yeah, they just did it in bad faith. They spent the money to stall when even if it if they get the result they don't want they already made sure that it's non-binding mm-hmm. if it's the result they don't want but it is binding if it's the result they do want yes um and now they're saying that oh but if it's the result we don't want uh and the bill comes up we'll just fuck the bill yeah oh cool, cool 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 so that's good we had some uh news uh there's a uh, <clears throat> i mean at least things come up for a vote there we don't even <laughs> pretend to do that anymore <laughs> i mean we pretend a little bit to vote we Not... pretend that we vote for president no and... no no. i mean in congress they don't oh, they don't oh, yeah, even yeah, yeah. bring things up anymore sure. it's like they, they know nothing's gonna pass or go anywhere so just nobody does anything yeah well they uh have to go they have to have recess uh, well, I always enjoyed Foursquare. I didn't. I wanted to stay indoors for recess. Me too. So I would be b- bad on purpose, so I got to stay Ooh, inside and read. James, let's be bad. Oh, let's have so an eclair. They knew that, and so then they would make me... It was a creme brulee. Then they would make me stand with my nose on the wall. Oh, oh, that's even worse. Yes, but to show them, I would pretend to lip sync. <laughs> I would. Oh. <laughs> I would have my nose against the wall, what but would then I would like shimmy and pretend to lip sync. To songs from Annie? Uh, no, I don't know. It was probably something from, like, Kids Incorporated or something like Great. that. Great. Which was just bop Wait. songs done by morons. Were you actually lip-syncing to anything? No, nah, I just kind oh. of flapping my lips. But then they'd be like, we saw you talking on the wall, you weren't supposed to talk. And I'd be like, I was lip-syncing, I wasn't talking. And I, and then they'd be like, what? And I'd be like, ha! James, it warms the cockles of my heart to know that the nonsense has been a lifelong em- endeavor for you. Oh, how dare you. So, what else happened in Australia? Oh, Grace Gouldstone. Yes. She, oh, uh, is that a Halloween name? She is the winner. Gouldstone. Yes. Uh, Grace Gouldstone yeah. uh, is the winner of the Ian Goodenough Award. Uh, oh, is that written by Cindy Lauper? Is, did she have a song about being good enough? Oh, good goodies enough, are good enough. Good enough for me. It's good enough for you. So, uh, she apparently the Ian Goodenough Award is given to students who display a positive attitude and make a special contribution. Uh, and it is so perfect I'll that keep the award them away from Kevin Spacey. Oh dear, that the award is named the Good Enough Award. Uh, sure, it's named for someone who's that's his name, but perfect. Uh, so Ian Goodenough is opposed to marriage equality, ah. and Grace Gouldstone says that's not good enough for her. She has rejected the award. She returned the award. She's just some high school student who got some citizenship thing, and she sent it back. Is this in Australia? Yes. Oh okay. Uh, from Duncraig Senior High School. Uh, she says that uh, she feels strongly that the sponsor of the award, Ian Goodenough, does not support the values of the award. 
He is All not right. good enough for his own award. That's great. Yes. She should just take it over, the whole operation. Oh, my God. It should be named the Grace Gouldstone Award. The, yeah, I mean, yeah, let's take out g- good enough and make it Gouldstone. Ooh. Uh, you can it's... receive a, a signed Gouldstone. Oh, she sends you a rock in the mail. It's, like, it's one of her kidney stones. Oh, this is, and it's a ghost? Uh, well, she's the ghost a ghost of the kidney stone, presumably. Oh, she's the ghoul. Yeah, it's a okay. ghoul stone. All right, all right, good. I, I, I think that would work. You can stare into it, and it will uh, tell you lies. Does it have to come like at night? Like it wakes. Well, you we up? all come at night, oh, baby. <laughs> Wait, how old is she? What are we talking uh, about? She's here? a high school student. Oh well, then how dare you? That's filthy, James. I, what I'm asking is, like, does, she, does the award haunt you? Like, does the does I'm the stone... haunted every night by the Emmys I didn't get. <laughs> okay. I see that what, that what winged that winged victory flying by with its atlas globe. I was the first Susan Lucci. Oh, they replaced her me like Darren. Did you just get an Italian accent for a moment? They replaced me. Hey, look, I'm Super Mario, and I'm here to say I love fruity pebbles in a major way. Okay, James. I can see that we are transitioning to my wakefulness and your sleepfulness. <laughs> Never. So uh, the last piece of news is there's some Dutch lesbians getting married 24 okay. times. Oh. They are going to every wait, country. Wait, what? They're going to every country where they can get legally married. Okay. They're going to have a wedding in every country where they can have a wedding. Uh, okay. So Sure. I mean, everybody's going to have a hobby. Sure. I think that's kind of nice. They're saying congratulations to these countries. Now, are, they, are they marrying each other in each country? Well, yes. Oh, okay. They're not yeah, they're just going to go get a, a different wife in each country. No, James, they're lesbians. Oh. They don't do that. A lesbian in every port. Ooh. Uh, I don't know how many ports lesbians have, but... Uh, yeah, I know. You've never really looked into that really situation. I've never looked into it. Uh, unless the lesbian sheds. That I don't know. Mm. Uh, okay, so they are doing that, and I think that's very nice. And even in the project, in the prospect, in the, pro- in the process... I don't know, yeah. I'm not so like mm. In the process of doing this project... Yeah. Uh, additional countries have gained uh, the freedom to marry while they've just been traveling around. And Which when they ones? Get Taiwan, uh, I think it was Germany and Malta. Oh. Uh, so back we're back to Malta. Sure. So uh, yeah. So anyway, that's, you can never really escape Malta. One never leaves Malta. It's it's too sticky. The malted milkshake is too sticky, and you can't swim out of it. Oh, James, imagine getting stuck in a milkshake. Oh, Matthew, you can you and your images. <laughs> you're going to be. Trapped in the milkshake, trying to escape. It's pulling you back in like a like a gooey, gacky latex film, mm-hmm. and then a giant mouth just chomps you up and swallows you. Oh, yeah. But James, well, first someone has to put a giant cherry on me. Why not, James? Can you imagine if I was if I had like a giant thing of whipped cream on my head and someone put a cherry on top of that? You would look like Devo. Devo. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I was thinking of our friend Dio, who was the dice boy at uh, Dungeons & Drag Queens. But rarely has a head of whipped cream. Rarely. All that whipped cream. Oh, yes. Uh, well, hey, hey, everybody. Hey, everyone. Hope you hope you like this. <laughs> Why it did it come back? Because uh, it's nice to talk to you, James. You talk to me plenty. I give you the news you can use. But it's nice to talk to you in like sentences where we're oh. having a little give and take. Because sometimes I just sit there and I listen to you. And I like listening to you. Why? But it's also nice to have a conversation about stuff that isn't like a project that we're working on. Oh. So we can talk about... You this know, isn't a project? What this, is this? This is a project. No, no, no. I mean that we're not talking about one of our projects. Oh. Because often like we just talk about, here's the new show that we're doing. Oh. Uh, but it's nice to talk about... 
about someone else's problems for a That's little while. We talk about The Hobbit. We talk about... Oh, uh, we just started watching The Hobbit. Sure. We, we, we talk about baby dolls. We talk about all manner of things. Oh, yeah, the manners. Yeah, so that Peter Jackson... Nope. No. It's Rankin-Bass. Yes. That Rankin-Bass Hobbit. The greatest adventure is not hard to find. When Bilbo is naked, he likes to unwind. You'll find him in the bathhouse Uh with beards round his ass. The dwarves are licking his butthole. End of song. (laughs) Okay. I was waiting for it to end on something about Mama Cass. Oh, how dare you. Um, I'm also glad that uh, you did not rhyme. You did not make some rhyme about Bilbo's behind. It's not hard to find something, something behind. Oh. Okay. That's not Bilbo's voice, you know. It's one of those Rankin-Bassy things where, like, all the voices just sound like some guy on the street at the deli. Sure. Like, nobody's doing, like, fantasy voice. They're just doing, like, I'll have a pastrami on rye. No, but the Greatest Adventure song does that goat voice. It, it is a very tremulous voice. Uh, <laughs> okay. It's also... Uh, is that a, your new character, uh, James? The goat man? The goat man of, of, of Middle Earth? Oh, didn't Saturday Night Live have a goat man? They did. Yeah. He was a goat boy. Oh. That was well, erotic for a section of people. Sure. Wait, so uh, we've been watching... Why did I bring that up? The Rankin-Bass Hobbit? We've been watching it in phases, because a little goes a long way. Phase of the moon. Yeah, it's not as long as the regular Hobbit. I say the regular Hobbit, meaning the the Peter Jackson one that is uh, so long it goes around the other side and starts all over again with itself. It's uh, it's a snake eating its own ass. An Ouroboros. Sure. Uh, So we've been watching that. It's, uh, It's a fine time. We also watched Little Ducktales. It's a uh, fine swine. Wish he was mine. So anyway, that's, that's uh, from Charlotte's Web. James, I think it's time for me to do uh, my Sewers of Paris for the week, my good podcast. Ah. Go check that out, ladies and germs. It's at sewersofparis.com. And you can listen to gays talk about the entertainment that changed their lives. And uh, I don't like know. Templeton the Rat. Like Templeton. Yes, he's my guest this week. <laughs> sure. I mean, if you could get him. If I could be, get. He would be an excellent get. James. Don't you tell me. A fair is a veritable smorgasbord, orgasbord. Yes, but but the movie or song that has changed your life. Oh, uh, well, I'd have to say it's uh, Ben. Uh, oh. The two of us need look no more. Can you imagine a crossover with, oh, no, I've forgotten his name. It's not Ben Vereen. It's Paul <laughs> Lynn's. Paul Lind. James, you put Ben's in ben my head. Ben Vereen as Ben. Ben Vereen as Paul Lind as a rat in Ben. Sure. The uh, Zoobly Zoo comes full circle. <laughs> yep. This, that was finally fulfilling the original promise of Zoobly Zoo. Yes. That we would have Ben Vereen as Paul Lind on Michael Jackson's head. As Templeton. Head. Yep. yep. Anyway. Uh, as Ben. More conversations like this. Do not listen to The Sewers of Paris, my good show. Uh, that's at sewersofparis.com, and I got some, some great guests recently. Uh, I talked to Walter Nagel, a surviving partner of Bayard Rustin, a uh, civil rights leader, trained Martin Luther King, helped organize the March on Washington, studied under the, the students of Gandhi. Um, so that's some real serious stuff. Not like this show. Uh, and, of course, go to uh, find out more about our um, live stream this weekend. It's at bit.ly slash Seattle. We're starting at 4 – nope, on November 4th at 1 p.m., uh, we're going to be playing some D&D with Brian Safi, Carlos Maza, Anthony Oliveira, slash Mia Koopa, and our friend Brian Wiest. And then we're going to be going on for 24 hours to play some more games with uh, in, in our pajamas. Uh, we're also 
working on Dungeons and Drag Queens, our live stage show that you can see. You can see our first show online uh, by going to DungeonDrag.com. You can also sign up for the mailing list there to find out when we're doing another Dungeons and Drag Queens or when you can watch the footage of our latest show. We did a second one for Halloween. Uh, so that was real spoopy. So uh, give that a listen. And uh, I think that's about all we've got to say about everything, James. I keep my secrets if you haven't reviewed the show yet why not give it a review now that would be an interesting experience and by the power vested in me by the internet i hereby pronounce this podcast over <laughs>